Let's start with the masterpiece Anti-Fragile by Nassim Nicholas Taleb. And yeah, when you click this video, when you read the title, you read it right. I am now listened to Anti-Fragile, which is 16 hours, by the way, in the normal speed, five times, of which three of those times were during this week alone, because when I, strike, when I strike a gold, I make sure to extract as much as possible from it. And I love this book so much and will provide a more comprehensive book summary after finishing the Barbell series. And I covered it twice before, but this book consists of seven different parts. Part one is called Introduction to Anti-Fragility in which the definition is set between fragile, robust, and anti-fragile. And if you're anti-fragile, you gain from stressors and volatility. So that was part one. Part two is the modern denial of anti-fragility, in which Taleb, the author, heavily criticized society, especially uh, economists, for being very naive, ignorant, and predictive. And part three is more practical for all of us, how to become anti-fragile. And uh, via examples such as uh, Seneca and more fictional characters such as Nero Tulip and Fat Tony, which are both, what can you say, very optional and in the moment, strategically utilizes others' bad predictions. So it all comes down to what is called the barbell strategy or Seneca's barbell. And you probably heard that name before if you watched uh, my channel and listened to the podcast by now, because uh, my current productivity system is called the barbell system. And uh, yeah, it is based from uh, this book because uh, the evidence is very stark that uh, it will bring significant benefits beyond one's imagination. So that was part three. Part four is more about the optionality because if you have tons of options and always choose the best one, you do not need intelligence or predictions for that matter. Because if you always choose the best option and learn from it, then uh, you can pretty much do stuff without knowing why and how to do it. So it's more of a, what do you say, trial and error thing and gaining the best all the time unconditionally rather than trying to fixate on a single goal which is according to me the main reason why you should not set goals at all unless you can really control them but other systems are better and this corollary to options here and i'll link it in the description about the secret power of having options and choices so now we covered part one, part two, part three, and part four. Part five out of seven is called the nonlinear and the nonlinear. And this one is more technical, in which uh, more mass statistics and probability is shown to make the claim that you can pretty much calculate what is anti-fragile versus what is fragile. He reveals a formula called Philosopher's Stone for determining that. And uh, you will find it more when I do the book summaries. 
which uh, one video concerns one part, one episode, one part. Part six is called Via Negativa. The best way to improve, and Taleb gives many, many examples across multiple domains, is to remove, not do bad things as much as possible. You should also, thanks to the Lindy effect, stick to methods that survive time because anything that survived time means that it has evolved, it has become stronger. So therefore you should pay special attention to that. And lastly, part seven is more ethical. It's called skin in the game. And it is very unethical to have all upsides on the expense of others' downside, for instance, bankers versus taxpayers. So instead you should really have something to lose if you are making bold actions and predictions. So this is why entrepreneurs, for example, are more honored than, for instance, corporate executives, because they, they really had scars during their development, which shows that they had skin in the game. So that was a little bit longer coverage of Anti-Fragile, and seven episodes will alone dedicate to this book because there's so much to talk about. And even if I've done these seven, I think that I still will miss a lot of subtleties. So in the meantime, please check out the link in the description. Then we get to a documentary, a documentary of Mr. Beast behind the scene. And uh, Jimmy Donaldson, as he's called, is the main creator behind the insane, insanely successful YouTube channel, Mr. Beast, with over 90 million subs. And this documentary vividly shows his life story, how Mr. Beast grew so fast, which, by the way, happened after six years. So it was like nothing happened for a while and suddenly... So this is the main takeaway for everyone here who's listening right now, that growth is most often non-linear. So you don't have to worry like if anything doesn't happen for a while, for instance, three months, six months, one year, two years, even six years, 10 years for that matter, because it will all compound to the end and it will be so worth it. So that is also one reason. And now I'm really going off a, a tangent here, but I just want to point out that it is also one reason why goals can be destructive. Because if you have a, what you say, premature expectation of now I want to achieve a certain target in three months, for example, and you don't hit it because it's more compounding, that it is slow in the beginning and then fast, then you're pretty much torturing yourself with negative emotions and short-term thinking, which pretty much undermine the whole process. So you should pretty much trust that it will pay out in the end, as long as you're very attentive to the options that you have and uh, make the best of them and focus on your product, content, your customers, audience, all that stuff. More important than setting goals. Anyway, back to the documentary. And uh, what I really liked it is that it truly showed Mr. Beast's or Jimmy's true tinkering, innovativeness, and uh, his story. It was very well made and uh, very capturing, both from a 
intellectual and emotional level. And uh, of course, he's stunningly generous with money, which uh, always is extremely honorable. So he's one of the best people ever in this world, according to me. And uh, yeah, I truly mean that. And if you watch his videos, you probably think that too. So this is Dr. David Spiegel. And uh, he has shown through various high quality academic papers that clinical hypnosis, which is different by the way from stage hypnosis, because stage hypnosis has a bad rap of making people lose control, but clinical hypnosis is more the opposite. I think we said some kind of meditation, although it's not really meditation, but it's almost in the same ballpark. So it's not really as, it's not woo-woo at all. It's more of a clinical treatment. So now we got that covered. We can say that uh, hypnosis is, had an outstanding effect on pain, anxiety, mental, physical health, etc. And uh, Spiegel provides a solid understanding on it and its history and what it can do in this, uh, in this guest appearance on the magnificent Huberman Lab podcast. And um, he's also the founder of the current app for iOS called Reverie, which I link in the description. And uh, it is an app which at the time was free, but now it's more subscription-based. But there is a seven-day free trial if you want to check it out. And it contains several hypnosis exercises to alleviate pain, focus better, sleep faster, etc. And I tried this app myself because I'm very interested in all of that. And uh, the results were very cool to experience. I really liked it. Lastly, I want to salute a, um, at the moment of this recording, small YouTuber who has produced over 250 episodes, one per day, kind of like me. And uh, he gives a great commentary, Joe Weber is his name, and perspective on various self-improvement and career advice out there from many greats, including Tim Ferriss, Nassim Taleb, Naval Radikant, etc. So if you're looking for an extremely, what could you say, underrated, very underrated curator of uh, what is out there, I recommend that you check him out.